Dan Scott, barely a week ago, I heard you rail for two hours about independence. And? Mr. Hardwick, how many times have I heard you speak of freedom at my father's table? Half the men in this church, including you, Father, and you, Reverend, are as ardent patriots as I. Will you now, when you are needed most, stop at only words? Is that the sort of men you are? that you act upon the beliefs of which you have so strongly spoken and in which you so strongly believe. Hello, Patriots. We are back. What a beautiful week and a more beautiful weekend here with Dave Agema. We yes, sir. Great, great convention, Dave. I had a smile on my face all the way through that. It was, it was the awesome. best one I ever been at in 15 years. That's good. It just shows you that if the grassroots get involved and uh, just really get involved with the whole issue and show up, you can change things at the state level. And that's exactly what happened. We had a bunch of new people. We had a bunch of America First people. They got to be delegates. They came there. And as soon as Weiser, who's not my favorite guy, got on that stage, you heard the booze coming. You sure did. And it didn't go away for a while either. Nope. <laughs> I think he knew he was losing the battle. Uh, at that point, he was. I think he was a little surprised that it all happened so quickly. Oh, so, please. And what the big beef was, in case you folks don't know how it works there, the delegates get down there and then they vote on the lieutenant governor and the secretary of state and the attorney general and so forth. But the biggest thing was the rules that they were disgusted about because apparently in Macomb County, there were two groups that ran conventions. And one was uh, Weiser's person uh, who ran a convention, I guess, after the other guys or at the same time the other con convention was running. Fortin was the legitimate one. He ran Correct. his convention. So you have Eric. And, uh, Eric um, yeah, it's a strange Staglia. name. Yeah. So basically, Fortin uh, got his delegates, and then uh, Weiser said, no, I'm not going to recognize yours. I'm going to recognize Castiglia. So while all the, all the uh, Fortin's people were out there, you know, in the back as guests, and they weren't delegates. Well, the first thing they did is uh, they stood up and they said, point of order. And, of course, there was long periods of time where nothing was going on because they didn't know how to handle that. Uh, the point of order was we wanted to seat the uh, one that the judge ruled was the legitimate one, which was Fortin's. So meanwhile, in the backstage, a lot of people didn't know this was going on, but our former Governor Engler, who ran things like a you know a mob boss when he was a he was a big was a governor, and uh, he was backstage encouraging Weiser to just gavel everybody down, and if they keep agitating, arrest them. Unfortunately, they, there was an individual there that was providing the security by the name of Billy Putnam, I guess it was. Now, I can't, I don't know, I didn't talk to him about this personally, but apparently they said, no, I'm, I'm not going to arrest them. I'll probably arrest you because you guys aren't doing what's according to the rules. That's right. <laughs> so they backed down from that, and then they, we had the vote. And we had the vote, obviously. Uh, Weiser's uh, hand won people did not win. The other people did. So they had to kick them out and get the new ones in. And then we voted. Uh, by the way, when we voted for that, that was very interesting. I was a counter 
for area three. Oh, okay. And, and what I did is I started with, I said, row one, stand up. Everybody put your card up. And I started counting people that were all in favor of changing the rules so we could get rid of those people, the Castiglias people. So I started counting. And in the, in the back row, then we had a few people that voted no. And we had people in the, in the middle of the rows taking pictures of those people. Says, now we know who the rhinos are. That's right. <laughs> well, I thought that was great. In our, so, But you had... Uh... All but what, three people voted no? No, we had 131 yeses to go against Wiser. We had seven noes. Okay. Well, much better you carried us because we only had 88 88 yeses and 56 noes. But here's the reason why. Because we have Matt DiPerno in our district because we're District 4. And I guess he's part of Kalamazoo, uh, Calhoun County. He told all his people in the front row, which are from his area, to not go along with the amendment. So they all sat down. Huh. So why do you think that is? I heard a little bit about that. I, I think he had some alternative reasons for that, but uh, I don't know. I can't speak to that, uh, honestly, because I didn't hear it firsthand. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I didn't hear it I, firsthand, I can't speak to that. but Keith Den Hollander the chair of uh, Ottawa County. Justin Hollander. He's got to go, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So apparently he had a conversation with Matt DiPerno. Perno said that Stiglia's people were the actual grassroots. So we're, uh, we were kicking out the actual grassroots. Uh, that's absolutely false. That's a that's what he does over there. He's part of the uh, tro- frozen chosen over there yeah. in Ottawa County. You know, so the, the, the judge ruled with Fortin's people, yes. not Castiglia's. So he's typical establishment rhino. You got to get rid of this guy. I know yep. somebody who's going to run against him next time. Vote for that guy. He's a good guy, good Christian guy, conservative. So but all he, this was going on in the background. Meanwhile, everybody's wondering what's going on. For a while there, I thought they were hoping a lot of people would leave. Oh, I so bet you they, they were. Do you think there getting, was, You think between those times there were negotiations going on in the back? Oh, lots of negotiations. You bet. Of course there were. And I really enjoyed it because Weiser didn't know what to do. Oh, he had I got no a clue. kick. I got a kick out of it. He kept people kept running up there and dropping off a piece of paper, and he'd look at it a little bit, and then he'd ask them a question, and they walk up and take that piece of paper away and drop off another piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that par- was, parliamentarian was probably the busiest he's ever been. Yeah, that was Dave Deshaw. Dave Deshaw is pretty good. He seems like a pretty smart guy. He actually came out on the floor and told me some people back there are telling him to just gavel everybody down. And Dave actually said, if you do that, sir, I'm walking off the stage. And so was another individual with him. Yeah. And that would have looked bad for him as well. Yes. So I thank God for those kind of people that stand up to do what's right. So yeah. that was good. But anyway, the whole thing, the convention proves that you can change things if you get the right uh, delegates elected. Right. And that's what that's what happened here. And I, I hope the uh, America First more people get elected yet. But you can bet your bottom dollar. You're going to have people like Betsy DeVos and Terry Land and that group. They're going to start sticking a whole lot of money to try to recruit a bunch of ignorant young kids, useful idiots that'll just do what they're told and try to be delegates uh, in two years. So not even that, they'll probably try to either strong arm current delegates that are in there too, to come over to their side. So no doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. The war has begun. It didn't, it started yesterday. Right. And it was a shock. It was a shock to the establishment. They didn't see it coming. And uh, the ones that I know that are establishment people that were in our, the seven voters, one of them was a state rep. He's a, he's a rhino. 
And uh, the other ones that stood up there, I know exactly who they were, and they were the rhinos all along. And, but I got a kick out of it when the flashball flashes started coming. They were taking their picture. They sat down quickly because they didn't want people to know who they were. <laughs> yeah, we, but they uh, got them. So how do you how do you even attempt to like even in our county? There's a lot of hardworking Republicans, right? Oh, that that hardworking that, that, Republicans that, is bogus. And don't All get that, me wrong. I'm sure they've probably spent a lot of time helping the Republican Party with events. Which with, Republican Party? Oh, that's what I want to ask. The well, rhinos or the real conservatives? Well, that's, that's true. The question I have. Because they, they may that, think they are conservative. Nah, they're not. They're getting a paycheck. A lot, some of them aren't. But, I mean, some of those people say, well, this guy really worked hard, so he should be a delegate. No, you're elected by the people. Right. This hardworking delegate garbage was to make sure that conservatives did not get to be delegates. That's what that was all about. It well, sounded good, just like the Democrats make a lot of things sound good when they're actually bad. But here's so. here's the thing, too. They're looking at the outside in now because we are the majority. Yep. This didn't just happen by coincidence. So wouldn't you think that you would want to see and learn to what this movement is instead of just being, oh, we served the Michigan GOP. To me, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it makes sense to me because people that are used to being in power want to keep that power. And what you just had is a big slap in the face to some of those people like Weiser and Betsy DeVos and Terry Land and some other people like that from this area. Uh, They basically got slapped down and they don't like it. So they want to get back in power. It's all about power, folks. They don't care what's right and wrong often. They just want the power to control. It's all about control and power. We had, delegates, gonna... we had delegates who were ticked off and they left. That it was because ha- we swapped the McCone votes out. Really? Yeah. And one of them was uh, one of the commissioners that we uh, passed in the primary. And she'll, she'll be elected because she doesn't have a counterpart running against her. So... It's huh. crazy what's going yeah. on. Well, it's not crazy. It's good. Well, like it's I good. Said, I'm I just smile. saying crazy like this has probably never happened before in this no. this uh, political I season. Sent, so. I sent Ted Nugent a little uh, uh, text because I get texts from him once in a while. He asked me what's going on in Michigan. And uh, he, he just said one, one word when I told him what happened. He said, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he can make a new song about it. So I got a real kick out of that. So anyway, it? it was a good good thing. You, people need to run for delegate. It's not a tough job. No. Nope. You put your name down, and uh, you got to get uh, what a republic to say that's really you, and then your name will appear. And then you run. If you win, then you go to county, the county convention. At the county convention, they decide who are the state convention delegates are going to be. And then when you go to the state convention, that's when you can start making some real changes. So Right. So November... Obviously, we have the election. Yep. Uh, and then November 17th is the county uh, leadership convention for us. I don't know if that's the same date for you guys. I don't know. I'm usually in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to wait on that. Yeah, day. <laughs> I know. And then I know, uh, yeah, the following year, uh, February, I believe, is when the state gets changed over. Do you believe? Yeah. Do you think that Ron Weiser will lose his seat? Absolutely. There's he has people have no faith in that man. I have no faith in the man. What he 
tried to do to me and uh, basically when he was you know when I was an RNC guy and as a state rep uh, I have no faith in him whatsoever he's a very wealthy man you know he had he claimed that or his people his minions claimed that I did not represent the Republican Party and because I stood for marriage between a man and woman I was stood against homosexual marriage uh, and uh all I can say is I oppose him in many areas. And when, when I would not endorse him to be University of Michigan regent when I first won the RNC, and he took me to Washington and introduced me to Reince Priebus, who, in my opinion, was an also a rhino. That's a big rhino. But, but uh, yeah, now you're planning the way back. Then he says, here's what I want you to do. It's kind of like tit for tat. Now, I took you down here. I introduced you to him, put, put you up at my condo, and you're flying you back first class. Now I want you to... Uh, endorsed me for University of Michigan region. Why did he want that? Because I had so much support from the grassroots. So he wanted grassroots support, which I told him I can't do it because I already did it for two other people. Well, that doesn't go over well when you're doing that to one of the most wealthy people and the guy raises more money for the GOP than anybody else in the state of Michigan. So I ticked him off. And then I took Betsy DeVos off. So I took both the two big money people off. And then uh, Terry Land told me I had learned my problem was I didn't know how to play with the big boys. So I had all I could do to do a crocodile Dundee check on her and find out if she was a big boy. But that's a joke, folks. Uh, (laughs) You had had to see the movie to understand what that's about. But but when she told me that, I almost had to start laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. If she plays with the big boys, see, you got to learn to play with the big right. boys because the big boys are where the money is, and that's that's where you're going to get somewhere. Well, I didn't have to get anywhere because I was already a state rep, and I was in the RNC, and before that, I was a, with American Airlines, and before that, I was a military officer and a fighter pilot. So, I didn't need the job, so their their pressure didn't do any good to me. So, right. Anyway, so there were a few people in our district that didn't that didn't stand up because they felt they didn't have enough information to make an educated decision. Yeah. And they didn't which, have, which is the, fine. I mean, I would, I respect that. Right. Cause how did they stand up for the no, no then, or do they not stand up at all? I think they stood up for the no. Cause you're voting one oh. way or the other, I guess. Um, yeah. which I can respect, but in, in my mind, it's the process, right? So you have the first legitimate convention. If this Eric Staglia creates his own, then he's out of process. Well, not so only that, you could have if, you could have a bunch of rhinos in this um, Mark Furton group, but I don't care because that's the process. Republicans well, are about law and bylaws, but see, I don't know how another, exactly that played out. I don't know. There's if you another part to this story. If Weiser can do that in Macomb County, he can do it in Ottawa County. He can do it in Kent County. He'll just say which one he wants. Oh, that right. makes him a dictator. Right. So that cannot go unchallenged. So it didn't go unchallenged, and that's why it happened. But so. how do you get two conventions in one county? That's the part that people— Well, they that, just two different people ran them, and they had people that went with one guy, and other people went with uh, Fortin. More people went with Fortin than, than went with Castiglia. But, again, you got establishment and non-establishment. So if he can do it there, he can do it somewhere else. We stopped him. He'll never do that again, No. I'm sure. Well, he's not going to be around. So. <laughs> You, All right. Well, with we the, beat that. Well, with beat the, that one to death. With the with the ticket now, tickets complete. Yep. We got Shane Hernandez yep. and Tudor Dixon. What is your yep. gut feeling on winning the top ticket in Michigan? Well, if we don't win this, it's because they're not going across with the right message. Uh, the message ought to be, we are platform Republicans. Here's what we believe. And I got the five core principles passed. Start out with that. And then look right at Whitmer and say, you kill people. 
you put them in nursing homes where people would die. You said their, their kids couldn't visit them when they died in the nursing home. You told us we couldn't go to Home Depot and buy X, Y, and Z. You told us we had to stay in the house. You told us we couldn't have a motor on our boat because we might get COVID. Now we find out all that was illegal, according to the Supreme Court. Right. And everything she did was illegal. So all that was done for is so she could have those stupid mailboxes. So thousands of these mail drop guys, these mules could drop off these illegal votes in these containers. And then you combine that with the Chinese Dominion machines that were connected to the Internet. It was all about a coup to break this election for Biden. That's what it was all about. That's you, the way I'd hit her. Do you believe the recent poll from Traglifa Group that shows Whitmer 49 and Dixon at 45? Uh, probably not. I think once uh, Tudor gets a chance to go ahead and debate, and Hernandez gets a chance to debate. I think all you got to start, start listing all the stupid things these people have done and the budgets that have gone absolutely insane in the state of Michigan. And like I said before, one of the other meetings, Georgia's got about the same amount of people we do, 10 and yep. a half million people. Their budgets, their part-time legislature, there's budgets like 31, 34 billion. Ours is 76. Now, think about that, folks. Right. Why? Because they vote for this garbage. That's why you don't need a full-time legislature. So if they run on those certain issues, and another big issue to me, if they run on, look what the Democrat Party has done for illegal immigration. It is, that's treason, in my opinion, not protecting us from our enemies, foreign and domestic. We know that a million of those people have come in since Biden has been in office. That's yeah, just they, gross. They said five, gross. five million, I think they said, was the latest number. It's just gross. That's just gross. Problem. Then they don't say anything about Afghanistan, where we left yep. them eighty-five billion dollars worth of military equipment. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it just gets worse and worse. And now in Afghanistan, they're killing Christians. Yes. And they're t if they're men, they kill them. If they're women, they keep them alive for if they're if they're virgins, they keep them alive for sex trade and sex uh, sexual favors. Yep. That's all going on, but you don't hear about that in the news. Why? Because the news don't want to say anything bad about that. Now you combine that. With what we just found out about the FBI raids, yeah, I got to dig into my notes here because right. the FBI raids. Now we're finding out what they really knew. The FBI's in deep trouble because the FBI knew Hunter Biden's dealings on that laptop, but didn't investigate because they didn't want to influence the 2020 election of Biden. Right, folks, that's an infringement of the First Amendment right. They mm. didn't want information to come out, so they're protecting his butt. This they found out in the summer of 2019. That's when they were notified by the repair shop that they had Hunter Biden's uh, computer there. December of 2019, they seized the laptop. It showed President Biden met with Hunter Biden's business associates several times. Remember, Biden said, "Oh, I, I had no knowledge of this. I never met anything." He lied. It had uh, in in incriminating evidence about Hunter Biden dealings with the Chinese Communist Party and the owner of the CEFC, the Chinese Energy Company Limited. And by the way, his relationship with him, that guy was mysteriously disappeared in 2018. Shortly after that, the CEFC uh, that took his place, uh, official Patrick Ho, was arrested by the United States authorities on corruption charges. So despite all this, the FBI agent Auten is the name, A-U-T-E-N. He shut down the laptop investigation in August of 2020. Falsely. 
claiming the derogatory evidence against Biden was wasn't true and they are worried about Trump. Holy smokes, folks, this only gets deeper and deeper. So everything they blame Trump of, whether it's Russia collusion or all these getting rich with these people, they all did. That's typical. That's typical of the Democrats. They do exactly what they blame you of. Oh, yeah. So that's the epitome of a Democrat. Yeah. Look the other way while I do what we're going to say that you're doing. Absolutely. So that (laughs) FBI, somebody's got to get fired. Go in there and tear that thing apart and put it back together again. Fine. But they shouldn't be affecting elections by withholding information. And that is exactly what they did. Going back to Shane Hernandez, do you feel like he's strong enough? Like, yes. Have you heard him speak at all? Uh, well, I know Shane's record of voting was I know like his record 95%, is pretty good. Yeah. And he stood against the establishment on a regular basis yeah. and they didn't like him for it. And he took a lot of flack for it and he stood up against it. So yeah. that's good. Uh, it's going to be more of attention on Tudor than it is going to be Shane. I'm convinced, but he'll do fine. I have no doubt. Uh, he'll do fine. It just seems like he was a little bit, <laughs> not necessarily deer in the headlights moment, but at Michon yeah. well, Mich- Maddox's party Friday night before the convention, he was in there and walking around. He, he yeah. just felt like a young kid. Like, what am I getting myself into? Like, well, <laughs> just, whenever you're into all these people and they're all looking at you, that's a huge you, undertaking. When I ran for the RNC, I felt like that, but I didn't show it. Right. In the military, they call that military bearing. Even though you think you're about ready to die, you don't show fear. Right. You know what I'm well, saying? Yeah. Yep. You kind of just got to stand there and, uh, and just talk truthfully and out forthrightly and so forth. He'll be fine. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, I'm Tudor, more worried about that Whitmer's not going to allow any debates with Tudor until the elections actually start, because that's why she'll hide behind all the stuff. I thought the first know, one is done. coming up soon already. Yeah, if they'll do it, that's the question. But see, I don't believe Tudor Dixon has a strong enough voice. Well, that concerns me a little bit. Yep. Uh, but uh, you can, I know what's happening now. What's going to happen now, she's going to get in a whole lot of rooms with these people, and they're going to say, okay, I'm going to hit you with a bunch of questions, and they're going to teach her how to answer those questions. But what my point is, if I was giving her advice, I would label about five or six or seven different things you got to hit her on hard. you got to go for the juggler. You cannot be nice with Whitmer. She's an evil woman. You got to go right to her and attack her and explain to the people why she did things the way she did. And it was all wrong. Right. And she will continue to do that if she gets in again. And we can't in Michigan afford that fiscally, morally or constitutionally. That's what you have to do. It's uh, I know Keith and Hollander when we left the convention and he says he he thinks it's a done deal for Whitmer and the three headed monster. Yeah, but no, I don't believe no anything that Hollander said. No faith in the top ticket at all. He thinks they're going to lose. Who, our ticket or their ticket? Our ticket's going to lose. She, he thinks uh, Tudor's going to lose? Yeah. Well, and I guess Perno, he's a, and he's a real he, he believes all three will be, go down. He well, believes. he's a real encourager, isn't he? Right, and I'm sitting what's, there what's like, oh, t- so what are you going to do? You're going to, and we had discussion on our Telegram group with all the precinct delegates. And it's like, what? so you're going to blame, you're probably going to blame all the new grassroots America first if we do yeah. this. You're going to have something to blame. Yeah. And that's where they're going to look for a way out. What makes him an expert? Nothing. I mean, when I was there, he was he was advocating against me at the RNC. 
He was like saying, what has he done? What has he done? Well, guess what, Keith? I was the most conservative guy there. Yep. I was on appropriations for nearly half the budget. That's what I was on. And I didn't raise your gas taxes because I found the money in the existing budget. You know, and, and, and when it came to transportation, I said, get rid of them stinking green buses that cost a million bucks. Rebuild the old ones for 250000 Right. So I had them do that. And I'm on the roads. I said, start doing the rubberized asphalt. Lasts about three, four times as long. Of course, they tried one of those, and then they said it didn't work because it has to be done above 50 degrees. And they did it below 50 degrees, so it was a guaranteed fail. So if I was still in there, I'd have called his butt in there and said, why did you do that below 50 degrees? And then I'd have him do it all over again, and I'd mandate it in appropriations bill. Keith Van Holland is nothing. He's an establishment puke. So get rid of him. That's what yep. you do with puke. You puke it out. <laughs> and we're planning on it. He Good. admitted he doesn't want to be the chair, so he's already come Good. out and said it. Let's, let's get into some other things sure. people might be interested in. Go ahead. Climate change. i got to read you. I put this on Facebook. I don't know if you read it. Climate change, real or fraud. If climate change is true, not a fraud, why have so many been wrong and varied so much? Let's look back a little. So, 1969, we must realize that unless we are extremely lucky, everybody will disappear in a cloud of blue steam in 20 years. The New York Times, 1969. Next one, no real action has been taken to save the environment. This is early saying this. He predicted the oceans will be as dead as Lake Erie in less than a decade. Redlands Daily Facts, 1970. Next one, scientists predicts a new ice age by the 21st century. If the current rate of increase in electrical power generation continues, the demands for cooling water will boil dry the entire floor of rivers and streams of the continental United States. The Boston Globe, 1970. I guess electric vehicles were out then, huh? Because it takes electric. Number four, the world could be as little as 50 or 60 years away from a disastrous new ice age, a leading atmospheric scientist predicts. The fine dust put into the atmosphere by burning fossil fuel could screen out so much sun that the average temperature could drop by six degrees. If sustained over several years, five to ten years, he estimates such temperature decrease would be sufficient to trigger an ice age. The Washington Post, Times-Herald, 1971. They're all wrong so far. The present rate of cooling seems fast enough to bring glacial temperatures in about a century. That was from the Brown University Department of Climatology Scientists in 1972, and that was sent to the President of the United States, and they were wrong. Climatological, climatological Cassandras are becoming increasingly apprehensive, for the weather aberrations they are studying may be the harbinger of another ice age. Since the 1940s, the mean global temperature has dropped 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit. Although the estimate is a best estimate, you think, it's, support, it's supported by other convincing data, like what? Columbia University's Lamont Doherty Geological Observatory and his wife Helena uh, analyzed satellite weather data for the northern hemisphere, and they found that the area of ice and snow covered had suddenly increased by 12% in 1971, and the increase had persisted ever since, Time Magazine, 1974. It's cyclical, folks. It happens. It goes up and it goes down. Number seven, a senior UN environmental official says the entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea levels of global warming. We went from ice age to global warming now. If it's not reversed by the year 2000, I guess that was wrong. That was put out by the Associated Press in 1989. Unless drastic measures, number eight, unless drastic measures to reduce greenhouse gases are taken within the next 10 years, the world will reach a point of no return. So wrong, guy. And that was former Vice President Al Gore lying around in his jet. And number nine, my favorite, 
Uh, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. So you see, it went from freezing cold. We're all going to die of cold, and we're going to now we're going to die of the heat. And now she calls it climate change, and we're all going to end in 12 years. Well, this was from the real expert. This is from Rep. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Now here's a real expert, folks. So what do we learn? All were proven wrong. It's not a scientific fact. It's conjectures based on on these. Uh, we make. Based on these conjectures, we make terrible decisions concerning energy and race prices and lower the standard of living for millions. I don't buy it. I want nuclear power, coal power, gas power, oil, energy to sustain America, and we have plenty of it. America was built on cheap energy, and their enemies, enemies know it, and they want to remove it from our use. It makes you wonder who our politicians are really working for, like Biden doesn't. Yep. I, I say, give me a Corvette, give me cheap gas, and I'll be happy, and the world will still exist, summer that's and winter, right. seed time and harvest, and that's biblical. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, I had to go on a rant on that, because those guys are always off. It's either well, cool or it's too hot. You look at Obama, when he left office, where did he buy a house? On, the, you... on the ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, he's going to just be swept away. I know, he's going to be swept melting away. Ice. So, he didn't yeah. believe it for a second. No. Okay, next thing, Fauci's returning. He's not returning in December. He's going to retire, and he's going to retire to avoid the Republican investigation of his wrongful edicts and funding Wuhan lab and for gain of function. He lied about all that stuff. And the CDC is now admits the protocols were useless. Inoperative is the term. They didn't work. You got the shot. Remember Biden? So you get the shot, you're never going to get sick. Well, you get the shot, you're going to get sick, and you can also give it to other people. Okay, the NEA, I love this one, is giving $8 million by Biden. Uh, to, Biden is giving $8 million to the NEA to get more minority teachers. Now, wait a minute. He's going to give $8 million to get more minority teachers. Isn't this in itself discrimination against whites or others? It's called money for votes, folks. That's what it's all about. Texas. Fire department chaplain was fired for biblical views of gender. He believes that there's only two genders, male and female. So he's suing. More, more people need to sue. We need to stand up. It seems Christians can't say they are only, there's only one man and one woman. And there's nothing else. So that's we got to start standing up for that. A cruise ship. I love this one. There was a brawl on the dance floor after a, a threesome lover group upset their significant immoral lover. The rule lasted one hour, started at 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh, so you, you had some homosexuals or lesbians that were in a threesome group and they got mad at each other and they started a fight. They were, they were blacks. However, what you got to learn from this is, folks, if you go on a cruise, never buy a room that's under or over a bar because they're always noisy. <laughs> Eight out of 10 Trump endorsed people won primaries against the GOP candidates that voted with them for impeachment. I love it. Nice. Okay, China. Most people think China is our enemy. They are, but their economy is in depression. Their private sector is knee-deep in debt, and they have a housing bust. Their private sector debt to GDP, that's gross domestic product, is 183%. Ours wow. is 55%. Add to this, China has 600 million people with a monthly income of only $140 a month. That's what mm -hmm. communism gives you, folks. They take everything and they give you a little back. Foreign companies uh, doing businesses in China make up 30% of China's exports, and some of these companies are pulling out as well. And here's another one of my favorites, the Rhino McConnell. 
says the GOP will lose the Senate. Trump blasted him back saying, you're a broken down uh, political hack. And while his wife, uh, who's a Chinese, makes money with yep. China with her shipping company, McConnell and his wife need to go, folks. They just plain need to go. He's part of the problem over there. Yep. Okay, Steven Spielberg. He's a climate activist, uh, yet spent $116,000 on his jet fuel since June. That's June, July, August. He said he's terrified of global warming, just terrified. He must be a wimpy little type of guy. It's not a scientific fact, but cyclical, just like I talked about before. So that's what I just wanted to tell you about him. Don't believe what he says either, because it's probably not true. Uh, Biden said that he didn't know all about the raid on Trump's house. Absolutely a lie. Rather, he pushed to get it going. These documents were surrendered to the FBI, then given back to Trump, then confiscated again. Never mind the Mueller's illegal acts and reports as well. Election integrity issues. They have found in Wisconsin, Colorado, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona. We found in Michigan, South Dakota that there are all kinds of voter discrepancies in the voter rolls and so forth and the machines they used. Yet our own people in the GOP swear by those stupid machines and it was an honest election. It was not an honest election. It was a coup put in to get Biden elected. No idiot that's in his basement that can't talk and stay awake during an interview. It should be president, but Biden did because it was all rigged with the 2000 mules. Now here's one that hits me right where it counts. Biden wants the U.N. Small Arms Treaty. He wants to get us into that. Mm, no way. He, he'll make America bow to other countries' standards. This is worth fighting for, folks, because our yes. Constitution says you have a right to bear arms. You, uh, I'd like to tell Biden, you want a civil war? Start taking guns. I'll guarantee you you're going to have a civil war. I don't think Americans will put up to this, but he's going to push it. That's what the Democrats do. And for that matter, they say, oh, we got to keep our kids safe. We want to keep them safe. Put guns in school, have teachers or, or administrators or somebody in there with a gun and then put a sign up, say this school is armed. That's a deterrent. OK, yep. schools, indoctrination into no boundaries. That's what they're basically. That's what they call this. No boundaries. So anything goes. No absolutes. That's what they're teaching. Everything is relative. So if your truth is that you are no longer a male, then that's your truth. If uh, your truth is you're attracted to minors. Who's to say that's wrong? Maybe that's okay for men to have sex with minors. The LGBTQ is to push every sexual taboo boundary until it's mainstream. That's their goal. Then, via public pressure, like they're doing now, you can't say anything about the homosexuals or your homophobic, can't say anything about the Muslims or your Islamophobic. Then they cover it and accept it, and you can't say anything about it. That's their goal. Biden's $1.2 trillion of infrastructure bill has Marxist garbage in it, like a breathalyzer system in every new car starting in 2026. That's going to raise the cost. Why? A program to change per mile driven. In other words, charge you for every mile you drive. Yes. More money for the government. A system to determine if a driver is impaired. Why? It's an infrared system. Infrared cameras that monitors driver's behavior. This is an this is just getting into your private business. Yep. Their intention here is to expand it into a carbon tax. So it's all about tracking people's private data and behavior. Future goal is to change every power plant, every refinery, every large ship, every plane, every waste dump, charge them for a greenhouse emissions tax. That's where yep. it's going with the Democrats. So those are some of the issues I had. And uh, see if I got any more here. Yeah. I, I just wanted uh, to 
um, reiterate too uh, for our listeners the, th- the three ballot initiatives that are on the table. Oh yeah, those are bad. Abortion, reproductive rights. Yes. We have voting. That's going to be out of hand. Ballot boxes, being able to check off a, a mark where you can have your absentee ballot sent to you permanently. Nine days of previous early voting, and then the term limits for Michigan. So increasing your, if you run for state rep, you can run as many as 12 years, six two-year terms. Yeah, I could run again, huh? You could run again. So Because, you know, I'm looking at Brad Slassy in two years, but yeah. if they pass this, he can up and run again. He's got yeah. another three, t- three two-year terms he could do again. Yeah, you don't want to do that. So you do not want to do that. We, it, everything is at stake on this election because what's going to happen is if we lose to Whitmer again and Benson and Nessel are still in there, and then these three ballot initiatives pass, we're going to become the new California within another two years. Yeah, but was to simplify it for you folks out there, all those initiatives on your ballot vote no. Exactly. Simple. Just vote no and all. Some no, of them, no, they no. word them so they sound good. They're not good. When you get to the inwards of that, that uh, those things, they're just full of garbage and bad stuff. Vote no on every one of those ballot initiatives. Yep. You need to support Ryan Kelly in his uh, vote no initiative. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing He's going to stay involved. Great job yep. with that. He's yep. also been throwing around some uh, polling in his uh, Telegram chat. If he were to run for U.S. Senate seat in yeah. 24 or be the chairman of the GOP. Yeah. Um, so he's getting ideas. But, yeah, we need, we need him. Need him around. Yeah. So he's a fighter. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. Our, nation, our nation's capital. This is what the, the mayor over there, kids 12 and over, 40%, won't be going back to school due to the city's COVID vaccine mandate. So 40% of black students won't be going to school even after the CDC admits the shots don't work. No one civil rights group speaks out. None. Why? This is so wrong. After all that we found out that the CDC said in, in the World Health Organization, they're all been wrong. Biden, another one, has no authority, in my opinion, to forgive student loans at our expense. Only Congress can put forth a budget and expenditures. Then Biden can either sign it or reject it. But he doesn't have the authority to automatically just say, oh, it's forgiven. Well, what do you do about the plumber that didn't go to college? What do you do about the guy that's making 15 bucks an hour working at McDonald's? but He's got to pay for those students that are going to college. Uh, and he didn't get to go to college. What do you do? That's crazy stuff that Biden is doing. It's all about trying to get more young people's votes. Sounds good to young people. Yep. But they don't realize that someday they're going to have to pay for that. Well, it's, so, similar, it's similar to these businesses. You have all these hard workers that have been around, some even through COVID. And then because of the shortage of labor, now you're throwing out their bonuses for higher end. So what are you doing to your current employees? Yeah. Are you doing anything to keep them around? It's the same thing. You can't yeah. you can't take away something that I paid my college. I paid my yeah. money. So why can't yeah. I get a discount? Exactly. Picking, Maybe we got to go back. We should Yeah, we need back. Rep- 
we need reparations for all of us yeah. that paid for our own college. You know? Yeah. So we need to get reparations. Exactly. How's that going to go over? We'll start sounding like a Democrat, Dave. That's I know what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about all I got. Yep. But all I can say is, folks, stay involved and don't vote for any of those initiatives. Yep. The get out and vote. And uh, if I was a Democrat, I'd say vote often. So I won't say that. Uh, but the Democrats will. You can bet they're going to put more fake ballots in. You can bet they're going to have dead people vote. You can bet they're going to have more of these people running around, uh, the mules dropping stuff off. That's why we got to get rid of those those boxes they were dropping them off at. Yep. You got to you either go in and vote or you get your absentee ballot where you got to sign it and then they check cross check the signature. And that's how you base it on, not the way it was done. Matter of fact, our Secretary of State had no business handing out without people even being asked right. uh, ballots to vote. Some of these homes got 12 ballots. I know. And it's yep. amazing how many of those ballots were found in the inner city, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So well, anyway, we folks, keep fighting. The war starts yep. now. So we got Don't give up. Stay tuned and we'll try to keep you up every week as best we can of what's going on in the yep. world and in the state of Michigan. But right now I still got a smile on my face seeing Wiser up there yep. with not knowing what to do. It was very it was rewarding. Great. It was a good <laughs> All right, Dave. We will see right, you Dave. next week. Have Thank a good you. One. Bye. You bet. Bye. You're listening to the Patriots Voice of Michigan. God bless.